0: Hello, I'm Rabbi Pinchas Alush, and welcome to yet another episode. Join me as we illuminate our modern world with lessons from Judaism. If you enjoy this show, please show your support by subscribing to the podcast, and I hope you'll give us a five-star rating, as it does so much to help grow this community. I welcome your feedback on this episode or on any of the other podcasts at Rabbi Podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to learn more, please visit me at RabbiAlush.org, that is R-A-B-B-I-A-L-L-O-U-C-H-E.org, or join me on Facebook and YouTube. So friends, across the globe, people from all walks of life will come together this coming Sunday, the 17th of the Hebrew month of Menachem Av, which corresponds to Sunday, August 14th, to mark the second anniversary of the passing of my beloved mentor, Rabbi Adin Evan Israel Steinsaltz of saintly memory. Rabbi Evan Israel Steinsatz, lovingly known to his students as Rav Adin, was recognized as a once-in-the-millennium scholar who revolutionized the world with his trailblazing translation and commentary of the entire Jewish canon, the Bible, the Talmud, the Mishnah, Maimonides, Mishnah Torah, the Tanya, as well as authoring many, many, many books on Jewish mysticism, philosophy, and sociology, and as well as establishing many educational institutions by uh, driving in his life mission to let my people know. Personally, I miss my mentor terribly. For close to 30 years, my mentor and I spoke regularly. He guided my every step, illuminated my every pathway, molded my every thought, and inspired my every action. And now, ever since his passing two years ago, our world is so much dimmer and our lives so much lonelier. Nonetheless, and in spite of the profound pain, his spiritual presence continues to permeate our beings. His sweet voice continues to ring in our ears. His eternal teachings continue to lead our every way. And yes, his marching orders continue to propel us to do more and more and more as were his parting words to me just two weeks before his passing. To encapsulate the genius of Ravadin in verbal words is almost impossible. Still, here is a a humble attempt to provide a glimpse into five brief lessons of our beloved Ravadin that changed my life, and I hope they too will change your lives and brighten our world. Lesson one, life's most important question. A few years ago, during a visit with Ravadin, I asked him, "In your eyes, what is life's most important question?" Without skipping a beat, he replied, "And then what?" Or in Hebrew, ve'azma. He then explained his statement. You see, it is easy to fly into a passion, he said. But what happens after the passion is gone? And then what? What is left from that, uh, which we were so passionate about? Weddings nowadays resemble Hollywood style sound and light shows, he said. But then what? Can our marriage continue to grow even when the sound of Here Comes the Bride has been replaced with the sound of a baby crying? Can our love continue to blossom even when the romantic scene of You May Kiss the Bride has been replaced with the unavoidable reality of bills that need to be paid? And therefore, and then what is the most important question? We ought to focus on the day after the great excitement and ensure that that excitement continues to be built on from strength to strength. Lesson two, seven billion people will care about your actions, not your feelings. Ravadin once called me aside after notice, noticing my despondence during my years of study at his Makar Chaim High School in Jerusalem. And he said to me, the problem, Pini." is that you focus on your feelings too much. Maybe that's why you seem so despondent. So what should I do, I retorted. And he replied, instead of focusing on your emotions, focus on your actions. And then he continued with his characteristic wit, remember, only your mother truly cares about your feelings, but 7 billion people will care about your actions. So focus more on your good deeds each and every day. Lesson three, the difference between a wise man and a fool. A few years ago, Ravadin asked me out of the blue, Penny, what do you think is the difference between a fool and a wise man? I did not know what to say. So he replied in my stead. The difference is simple, he said. A wise man keeps the important issues of life important and makes sure that the trivial issues remain trivial. The fool does the opposite. For him, important issues become the trivial ones while he considers the trivial issues to be important. Lesson four, focus on the results, not so much on the process. Following the failure of a project that I had launched a few years ago, I called Ravadin to express my frustration and, of course, seek his advice. After listening carefully, he replied with his characteristic smile, Pini, you focus too much on the results, but you forget that you were appointed to work, not to reap the fruits of your work. It sounds like you put in the right amount of work and that you did what you could. Now let God take care of the results. Then he continued with this brilliant parable. It's like planting trees, he said. Sometimes we plant a tree and we think that we'll be able to enjoy its fruits within a year or two. But some trees, like the olive tree, take a few years to grow and produce fruits. Yet once those trees grow, they turn into very strong trees that never stop producing an abundance of fruits. Lesson five, the power of a smile. Ravadin once shared with me that when he was a young seven-year-old boy, he found himself in an overloaded bus surrounded by a group of beautiful girls who were just a few years older than him. His words were so sweet. As I was observing them, he recalled, as a phenomenon of nature, one of these girls turned to me and gave me a big smile. I had never seen such a beautiful smile. I remember thinking to myself that it felt like I was walking in a dark street when all of a sudden a ray of dazzling sunshine came out. I don't think that this girl and I ever saw each other again, but I will never forget her smile, and I will never forget how this beautiful girl came out of her circle to brighten a little boy's day with a unique gift of a smile that God had blessed her with. Sometimes he concluded, that's all it takes to fulfill our purpose, to smile at someone else, with our own unique smiles. Try it, he told me. You won't regret it. Thank you.